Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. It's the weekend, it is midday, and you're listening to River Radio. You've just tuned in to Off the Record with Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. James Collins, for the people listening at home, what exactly is Off the Record? Yes, basically, we're two massive music lovers. We love listening to albums, we love listening to amazing artists, and we want to share that with everyone. So we basically take an album each week or an artist, and we jump into everything in and around sort of the songs and the lyrics. Basically, everything off the record, whether that's meanings behind the lyrics or in this in this week's case. In this week's case. A lot of a lot of gossip. A little bit of gossip. A little bit of gossip. When you say we're massive music lovers, are you saying we're massive? Yes. Or that our love for music. I'm is saying massive? that both of us are over six foot and we like music. Yes. <laughs> our knowledge to do music isn't a lot. No, no, no. We, we're, we're quite just, tall. If we if we're talking about our music knowledge, it's, it's I would say above average. However, sure. we are we are pretty massive. We're so, quite so. Tall as well, <laughs> which you can't see. Yes. But as James mentioned, today we are going to be uncovering an artist and there is, my goodness, quite a lot of gossip around this artist. But but it's all really fun. But I think there's one thing that's safe to say is this artist is a phenomenal, phenomenal singer, songwriter. Yes. Yes. And uh, we're going to enjoy ourselves listening to some of these tunes today. Man, I love this album so much. I I think it's incredible. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple of hints. Yes, sir. As to who today's artist is. Mm -hmm. Today's artist is a Disney Channel star. Beautiful. Today's artist is also hugely loved by Taylor Swift. Okay. okay. And today's artist also flew over from America mm-hmm. to perform at the Brits a couple of weeks ago. Oh, of course. Oh, ha ha. There you go. You so know exactly. I feel like it, away now. If anyone's been listening to our show and listened to our wonderful Brit special, we did actually mention said artist. We did we? mention said artist, which is exactly why I'm incredibly incredibly excited to announce today's artist of the day it is in fact the one the only the wonderful it's miss olivia rodrigo and kicking us off on off the record today is her groundbreaking song driver's license got my driver's license last week just like we always talked about because you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house but today i drove through the suburbs crying because you weren't around and you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's everything I'm insecure about Yet today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else? Drive alone past your street 
Since Livia Rodrigo, this girl is absolutely breaking our hearts. Yes, and uh, I don't know what to say after that song. <laughs> Man, I mean, I mean, I think it's definitely worth noting how successful that song's been. And I think you know, it, unfortunately, this is what's going to show sort of the age range of who's who's actually listening into the show. Because <laughs> I think you know anyone anyone who has TikTok will know absolutely. that song. Will know of Livia Rodrigo. Will know everything about her. Anyone that doesn't. Absolute radio silence. And it's just that it's, it's, it's that crazy thing now, isn't it? Where it's like the internet is so massive. There's just so much going on that you could be one of the biggest stars on one of the biggest platforms currently and people might still not know you. And, and it's, it, I, I think that's mental. But, you know, I think, I think her success has been incredible. I think this album, you know, I was going into this album um, thinking more along the lines of like, as we said before about like Little Mix, of the kind of thing of like, you know, they can't do a bad album, right? Where it's like, you know, there, there's so much behind them. There's so much money. There's big teams. There's everything behind them, right? This girl's come from Disney. And it's like, you listen to the album, you're like, obviously there's not going to be a bad song. And this was so organic. Like it was so like, unique and 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 singer songwriterish it was so personal it was really beautiful and yeah really really surprised me to be honest i i, I absolutely love the album i think i haven't stopped listening to it what i find wild is i feel like the norm for so long has been you go oh do you not know this song what do you not listen to the radio <laughs> 
<laughs> and now I feel like for Gen Z, yeah, 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 and maybe maybe a few millennials, I feel like now it's like you don't know this song. Mm-hmm. Are you even on TikTok? That's it. Because That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this song went to number one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this song spiraled TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just this song. You're right. Everything that was actually off the record yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for this literally, song, literally, was all around the internet, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is insane. And we're gonna dive right into that. Very quickly, I thought I'd quickly give a little bit of context as yes. to who Olivia yeah, yeah, Rodrigo yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. Wikipedia, my trusted source <laughs> that I bring every single week, Fantastic. tells me that Olivia Isabel Rodrigo, born February the 20th, get this, 2003. Stop. <laughs> Stop. 2003, James oh Collins. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's scary. That's Olivia scary. Isabel Rodrigo, born 2003, is an American actress, singer, and songwriter. She is known best for her role as Nini Salazar Roberts on the Disney Plus mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. The Musical. The, the Musical, series. The Series. <laughs> the Musical. <laughs> and it's done incredibly well. Yeah. yeah I've no, got, I've got to be honest, I'm a big fan of the show. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of it, but I want to watch it. I strongly recommend it. My honest review is that it's the best kind of cringe. Oh, okay. And you keep watching and you go, oh no, I'm too invested now. It's a bit like early days of Glee when it was That's like... That's exactly yeah. what it's like. Yeah. Okay. It's nothing like High School Musical. Mm-hmm. So don't watch it, it wanting to experience and feel nostalgic over Troy and Gabriella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't. It's a very different style. What they've done very well is that they've mimicked that sort of awkward Zoom... Let's do a quick interview with the star mm-hmm, vibe mm-hmm. that we've got in the office. Yep. And as a as a result of that, now so many other shows have now, you know, Parks and Recreation, yeah, all these yeah, sort of yeah, shows yeah. have really kind of mimicked that style and it's bang on with that. Okay. Cool. And so watch it from that perspective. Sweet, sweet. Uh, you're not expecting sort of like a rom-com. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Okay. So I thought, why don't we play a song from the, from the show? Yeah, mate. 100%. Let's absolutely play it. So we've played Driver's License so mm-hmm, far, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. absolute hit, but this song... This song is called All I Want and it is from High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, The Musical, The Series. Enjoy. I found a guy, told me I was a star. He held the door, held my hand in the And he's perfect on paper But he's lying to my face Does he think that I'm the kind of girl Who needs to be saved? And there's one more voice from my past We fell in love but it didn't The second I figure it out, it pushes me away. And I won't fight for love if you won't need me halfway. And I say that I'm through, but this song's still for you. All I want is love that lasts, is all I want too much to ask. Spot. 
Rodrigo, all the way from High School Musical, the musical, the series here on River Radio. You're listening to Off the Record with Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. And we are unpacking all of Olivia Rodrigo's songs from her album Sour today. Yes, James, yes. the cat's out of the bag. I've just explained the album that we're uncovering today. Yes. Please give us a bit of context yes. with the album Sour. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, to be honest, for me, I was a bit of a latecomer to Olivia Rodrigo. I think I'd heard the songs on TikTok, but I'd never actually paid attention to any of the singles. This song, for example, it was a trend on TikTok. I'd no, I've, I had no idea it was an Olivia Rodrigo, uh, uh, an Olivia Rodrigo song. That's um, the thing about TikTok, though. Yes, is that actually you don't really know the artist anymore because it's actually more about the trend. Bro, bro, backyardigans. <laughs> like like everyone's going crazy for a Nickelodeon show from like 2006. Like it's it's mental. I love it. I love it so much. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it, and you've got Castaways. What a, what a track. <laughs> but yeah, it's just that thing of like um, I think with Olivia, she kind of came out of nowhere, but was also very much there the whole time. I think with her, I think the reason fans have been enjoying sort of digging d- in deep into sort of her career and everything is there's just so much content out there there's you know she's on tiktok she's writing these full-blown albums and she's got a full series for the fans to engage with so it's like you know where she doesn't have the opportunity to perform live it's perfect because they can they can keep up with everything else that she's doing and i think i think she's definitely someone that's that's going to do incredible and have such an has such a long career based off the fact that you know she just has so many different assets and like so many different um I don't, I don't, I don't even know. She's Outputs, a, yeah, literally, really? like so many, so many ways of connecting with her fans and of reaching as many people as possible. That's as well. a really good point. Um, I've actually never thought of it that way. That's the thing. Like you know, a lot of people are saying like she's the the next Taylor Swift kind of thing. Um, but you know, you look at Disney stars and uh, and all the Disney stars that have come through over previous years with whether that's Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, uh, Miley Cyrus, prime example. Like all of these people, I don't think she's necessarily on their level. Um, but the one thing I would say is that I think they've been, um, you know, shoot me, quite <laughs> manufactured. Uh, you know, Miley Cyrus had been th- had bangers, which was you know a, a, quite a, an interesting move where she was quote unquote off the rails. But I mean, in terms of like her, you know, she's doing she's doing amazingly. And as I said before, the one thing that's really captured me with this album is just how personal it is and how how organic it feels it's it's really really nice and to see that coming from a disney star to me yeah that 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 says a lot and i think i think it goes to show the type of person that she is and what she wants to like i think she she's very aware of the type of career that she wants to build and that you know she doesn't want to be that disney star um yeah i love it so how does an 18 year old disney star go from writing songs that are american cheesy vibes like all i want is a boy who treats me like a star to then writing an album like Sour. 
Well, this is the interesting thing because a lo- it took a lot of fans by surprise uh, because she'd been posting snippets on her Instagram and on stories and stuff like that of different songs that she was writing. And they're all love songs. So when it then came out that she was writing a breakup album or releasing a breakup album, it was very much hush hush. It was all everything. All of her output was love songs. And then she came out of nowhere with Sour. And um, yeah, it's great. Like it's, it's so nice because I think it feels really, really pure and it feels um, it's, it's just that thing of like, you know, first love, experiencing first love, experiencing first breakups and, you know, the pain in them and, and the different types of emotions that comes with that. The one thing that I love about it as well is that it, it's just a breakup album. So it's all about the same situation. Every single song. But, uh, bar like two. Right. But even still, like all of it's really nice because it's kind of re it's not like reinventing the wheel and that like it gets boring, but it's just really nice because it's, it's a flow of emotions of, of everything she's going through, whether that's jealousy, whether that's, um, sort of sweet, uh, you know, the bit of sweetness of remembering old memories and stuff like that. It's, it's beautiful, man. And, and yeah, really, really nice sonically as well. A lot of people have mentioned, um, uh, there's obviously a lot of tracks that reference other tracks, a lot of influences and stuff. And, um, yeah, she, she's done it really, really well. Um, I was looking at the credits today. She literally wrote it with one guy, one producer. There was one track with Jack Antonoff, um, the genius that is Jack Antonoff. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, she literally had one producer, one co-writer for the whole thing. So yeah, really organic process. And, and yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be one of the biggest albums of the year, 100%. We're going to play songs from the album. Yes. One thing that's incredibly wild about this album is that actually I feel like Olivia, what she's done is she's picked her references... Mm. And then she's mm. credited them too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. mentioned about the Taylor Swift song a couple uh-huh, of weeks uh-huh, ago. Uh-huh. And you said that she actually put Taylor Swift as a mention. Yeah, yeah. It was um, because I think it was a Taylor Swift melody. I, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it was the same melody as the Taylor Swift song. And um, she basically just wrote her own lyrics over it. Brilliant. Um, and it, and it, it, it's great because I think, you know, there's, there's that purity in that she's just an 18 year old girl you know and like if she really appreciates that song she really wants to do it but wants to put her own take on it then she can absolutely absolutely and here's a cheeky little mashup that i found i remember i was scrolling through the internet yes (laughs) so you think you're gonna go straight into the chorus (laughs) of good for you yeah and then what this person's done is they've mashed it up with Paramore misery it's business. So good. It's does that? So or does good. that not take you back to when we were thirteen years honestly, old honestly. with an ice cream? <laughs> midsummer. <laughs> yeah, it's so absolute good. anthem. And here's what I love: a lot of people on sort of internet, social media, all that kind of stuff. They've been going, hang about. Has Olivia Rodrigo just nicked that song from Paramore? <laughs> and we're going. Well, to be honest, she's copied the chord progression, but you can say that about so many yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 literally. What I think she's done is she's gone, this kind of music inspired me, and I want more people to hear and honour yeah, that kind man. of music that I grew up with. And I think as well as that, it's like it's, it's just capturing an energy. You know, all she's doing is, is, is replicating a track that, you know, she feels represents the, st- the type of feeling that she's having towards something. And obviously, Good For You is a, a great song, but, you know, you can scream it from the rooftops. You know what I mean? It's like, it's passionate. And, and that's what I love about it. But, um, but yeah, we're going to jump into the first track of the album, right? James Collins, what is the first track of the album? Let's not keep these people waiting any longer. Yeah, we've got Brutal. Brutal. 
uh, yeah, great track, really interesting track. Um, another one again of like quote the quote the references. Definitely a Paramore influence, but um, Very good. a great intro to the album, in my opinion. Just sort of generally how she feels about everything, really. Absolutely, brutal. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo here on River Radio. Before I drink And I'm so caught up in the news Of who likes me and who hates you And I'm so tired that I might Quit my job, start a new life And they'd all be so disappointed Cause who am I if not exploited And I'm so sick of 17 I'm over this teenage dream If someone tells me one more time Enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry And I don't stick up for myself I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before And I wish people liked me more All I did was try Brutal out here. I feel like no one wants me, and I hate the way I'm perceived. I only have two real friends, and lately I'm a nervous wreck. Cause I love people I don't like, and I hate every song I write. And I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, and I can't even parallel park. Brutal out here. Olivia Rodrigo here on River Radio. We are playing Sour, the album by Olivia Rodrigo, yes, yes. for the next 40 minutes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're going to be uncovering so many of the sort of the stories, the truths, and all of that yeah. kind of stuff yeah, behind yeah, yeah, the album yeah. Sour. But first things first, James, let's talk about the fact that Olivia Rodrigo is a teen star. And we've That's seen it. that happen before. Yep. We had Ariana Grande mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. not literally, but we were talking all about <laughs> her two weeks ago. Um, and we kind of uncovered that sort of childhood, that sort of teenage years yeah, spent man. in the industry on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how really she was able to break that mold and not be so manufactured. The thing is, I, th- I think what the one thing that's really interesting is a lot of these stars have come through. And I think it was de- there was definitely a change, a shift in like Disney, um, Disney Channel, like whilst we were watching it, where, you know, with successes like High School Musical and things like that, it was, I remember there was a, a big shift was in adverts they'd play Disney Channel music videos so all of the, so like Selena Gomez's first singles whatever they play the music video as an advert um, and I think I think at the time it was like one of the first real times that they'd really tried pushing you know music uh, or at least their actresses or, or actors as musical artists sure and I think 
you know, the one thing that's really nice about seeing Olivia do this now is she's not following that trend because even with Ariana's first album and things like that, it was still relative, not manufactured. I don't necessarily like the word manufactured because it's not necessarily uh, a one size fits all. Absolutely. However, it's definitely like the treatment of passed around a bunch of really great producers, really a lot of songwriters, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they can't do wrong. They can't make bad music because of the setup and that kind of thing. Um, but the thing with Olivia is, you know, there's there's one producer on the whole album, produced the whole thing and wrote it with her. You know, she'd written the majority of these songs herself. And I think that's that's what amazes me is that she's now almost like this new generation of, of potential Disney artists um, who are really organic and, and really, really great songwriters in themselves. You know, Joshua Bassett as well, who we'll be talking about later, um, who's quote unquote the album is supposedly about um you know he he's that's also, a compliment to have a whole album right about you right but yeah not necessarily always in the best <laughs> light <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but uh but you know he's making great music as well yeah. and it's like you know i, th- I think you know it's it top you know fair play to them for not you know I, I think there's an element of taking you have to take control of your career um in order to not be exploited and you know as as she said in that song you know that's the one thing that's really nice about brutal is she really lays the facts of like she knows the situation that she's in as a teen star and she's like you know what's my existence if i'm not being exploited you know it, it, I, I love it i think it's so great i, th- I think lyrically that song's really really nice there's, there's elements of it that's a bit kind of like all right okay Olivia, just just come on, take take a bit of a chill. Like you're in a very good position here. <laughs> like you're very successful sure. for an 18 year old. However, you know what comes with her is a lot of pressure. And you know, I, th- I think with this album, a lot of pressure to to live up to a standard, um, especially considering the, the the people that have come before her. You know, she's thinking she has to be on the same level as Ariana Grande after her first album and things like that. You know, even just entering the studio with that first level of pressure. Year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy compared to someone who's been running for 10. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah. I've got a thought, mm-hmm. and I've just thought about this now, so it's not very polished. Do you think Disney, Nickelodeon, sort of like these channels, let's be real, when we say Disney, we're actually yeah. talking about huge, oh yeah, huge yeah. organisation yeah. that's been running for years and years and years. Definitely. But when it comes to Disney going, right, let's make child pop stars out of these teenagers, mm. is that inspired by the fact that things like High School Musical... 15 years ago really took off and it became more than just a movie. Yeah. hundred percent. People still sing breaking free now. Oh yeah. Gotcha. And so in my head, I'm going, they saw that and went, Whoa, we tried to make a movie. Instead we made quite possibly an unbreakable album. Yeah. That yeah. People yeah, still yeah. sing yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this again. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was their frame of mind? Cause I'm now trying to go, what, what set this whole thing into motion? It's interesting. Like I don't necessarily think that, you know, any of this stuff is planned because I don't, I don't think you have that level of control over over the audience you know absolutely you you could pump so much money into an artist and if the audience don't don't work with it then they don't like that that's it it's but a two-way think, street yeah i think it definitely came from you know the justin bieber thing i think definitely changed a lot of things the way he was discovered and the way his career was built um definitely was like the the the, the shift of at least social media at that time where it was like, you know, people then started looking at artists thinking, okay, well, where's, where's all the covers? Where's all the YouTube videos that I can go through and stalk? And what they realized was that, you know, fans engage with more content, with more opportunities to, to, to engage. So, you know, 
with Disney stars, they already had films. They already had series. You look at Selena Gomez or Miley Cyrus. How many series is there of Hannah Montana, right? And it's that thing of like, you know, I think I think especially when you're a kid, when you're watching these shows, you really empathize with these characters and you, these characters really do become a part of your daily life. Totally. And I think, you know, when they then start making music, all you want to do is support, support them because they're almost like your best friend, right? Um, and you yeah, I, 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 I think it's just that thing of like, you know, I think they're definitely jumping on an opportunity, 100%. You, you'd be silly to deny that. But I think the way that they've done it is is different with Olivia, uh, or at least Olivia's doing it differently. I think that's, that's probably more to the point, actually. But, um, you know, the way she's done it is amazing. This album is, yeah, I was, I, honestly, I was just really surprised by it. Um, I thought to begin with, it was just going to be manufactured. You know, even sure. the first Ariana track album, it's great. There's great, great songs on there, but it's nothing it's not compared personal. to who she is now. That's it. That's yeah. it. Whereas Olivia's come, she's really, really hit the ground running, and yeah, I think it's amazing. Absolutely. We'll stay exactly where you are because we've got more on that straight after this. We'll be playing "Deja Vu" by Olivia Rodrigo, immediately followed by "Favorite Crime" by Olivia Rodrigo here on River Radio.
right back james collins because i need to go cry my heart out what a song (laughs) what a couple of songs what a couple of songs we've just had deja vu yeah immediately followed by favorite crime yes which can only mean one thing what's that we're about to dive into a little bit of gossip okay yeah 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 because i know you've got so much that you want to say about this lyrically but i almost don't want to give anything away yes because we've been holding on so long in this show now yes about the thing that we really want to talk about. <laughs> I, I, I love the lyrics, man. I <laughs> that's all I want to talk I about. I like the way it rhymes, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Here's the thing, James. When you need to know a few more details about mm-hmm, perhaps mm-hmm. a slightly more salty side of Hollywood. Yes. And showbiz. Yes. And drama. Who do we turn to? Are you saying there's, there's some tea that needs to be spilled? There's some tea that needs to be spilled all over this sound system. Beautiful. By the way, directors, if you're listening, we're talking very metaphorically. Your sound system's going to be fine. I am, of course, talking about our designated celebrity Sherlock. Yes. Yes. The esteemed Katie Holmes. Yes. I wish I had a clap. Uh, honestly. Could, let's honestly. Just, there you go. Yeah. The esteemed Katie Holmes from Spill the Tea, which always plays straight after our show. Yes. Saturdays, mm-hmm. 1 p.m., Katie Holmes from Spill the Tea. Look, here's the thing, James. All I said to Katie was I said, hey, Katie, in 60 seconds, please give me as much information 
or as much tea as possible regarding the Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett situation. Mm -hmm. For the people listening at home, they keep hearing me say the word tea. What is tea, James? Tea is the goss. It's, it's the down low, it's the DL, you know. The way you said that, tea is the goss, tea is tea's, life. Tea's, tea's the life. We love a little bit of tea, don't we? Yes, yes we Now, it would be wrong of me to play this tea without first giving us some rather suitable background music. Mm -hmm. Katie Holmes, take it away. Hello, boys, back with the useless celebrity gossip. If I can do this in 60 seconds, it's going to be a record. Okay, Olivia Rodrigo. Disney star, an actress for a series called High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, with her co-star Joshua Musical. Bassett, who happened to also be playing her love interest on the series. The now, Musical, they The Series. Actually fall in love behind the scenes in real life and they were going out for a while i'm not sure how much everyone knew mm. but we all know now and then when she wrote her album it was in reference to the breakup that they gone through so nice. it didn't last unfortunately unfortunately there is mm. also a reference to a certain sabrina carpenter oh. now if you listen to the lyrics of driver's license you'll hear her talk about a blonde girl blonde, and that blonde, is blonde. referring to sabrina who's also a disney slash nickelodeon star that josh went out with after he went out with Olivia mm. and what happens after that was once Driver's License came out Sabrina Carpenter brought out a song which was a little pushback saying um, hey uh, you can say whatever you want but I'm the one going out with him now and that's the song called Skin now after that we've recently after. had Josh do a coming out post on uh, Instagram or Twitter and he came out in, in an interview saying that he found um, Harry Styles attractive so we don't know the details of it all but mm -hmm. he's now not going out with either of them the girls should maybe get together and be Sheesh. besties because you know girl power but yes. that's the main tea and if there's anything else I can help you with let me know Beautifully done. Beautifully Katie Holmes, done. ladies and gentlemen. And if you enjoy Katie letting you in on some of the goss, make sure to tune in to Spill the Tea. Yes, yes. Every Saturday at 1 pm. She is fantastic. Katie, thanks so much for yes. giving us the lowdown on this situation. So, what I'm hearing, James, is that you've got two teenagers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yep. Because Joshua Bassett isn't actually a teenager. No, no, he's older, isn't he? He's older. He's 22 yeah. years old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you've got a teenager who falls in love with Joshua Bassett. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Well, the, this, I think the one thing that's really interesting is um, this is this is where I absolutely adore Deja Vu is like the specificity that uh, specific specific Spec <laughs> specificity. No, specific no the specificness. Yes, of the lyrics and like how intimate they are. And it's it's like uh, right, just to, just to read some lyrics out. Car rides to Malibu, strawberry ice cream, one spoon for two, training jackets, laughing about how small it looks on you, watching reruns of Glee, and being annoyed, blah, blah blah. And it's just that thing of like, that's the one thing that I really love about this album is you're there with them, you know, it's and nostalgic. And it, it's really nice, and and you know, it goes to show if anything, uh, if it were about their relationship, nothing's ever really been like too confirmed. Everyone's kind of reading between the lines, and it is pretty obvious. But um, it's just that thing of like, I think you understand the heartbreak of the album because of these moments, because of these these moments that, that that she's really explicitly said really simplest uh yeah simply said in her lyrics um that just cause so much intimacy and you're like you're that you're there with them in the in the relationship and i think the the notion around deja vu of 
of them creating all these really nice things that they do together that he's then replicating with his new girlfriend and does he get deja vu thinking about you know the times that she had with him and stuff i just think i just think it's such a nice sentiment um you know it's not done out of spite or anything like that i mean it kind of is but it also kind of isn't um, it's definitely salty well it's, but it's also quite loving in yeah, the way that it's, it's so reminiscent and quite nostalgic yeah you know she talks about um i bet that she knows billy joel because you played her uptown girl you're singing it together now i bet you tell her that you love her in between the chorus and the verse and then later on in the song she says um because i was the one that taught you billy joel and and, and you know it's just little things like that but it, it but for me, like, I, I think it's really nice. I think it's really nice because it just captures the essence of their relationship and how organic it was. And I think, you know, it just goes to show, like, you know, with that, with that first love um, situation, it's like you, you really focus on, on smaller moments and things like that. And those are, those are the heartbreaking moments, right? When you see whoever it is doing that with someone else and you're like, oh, well, we, we used to do that, right? <laughs> kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, it's, I, I just think it's such a nice sentiment. I really, really do. And then, man, coming on to Favourite Crime. Wow. What a, what a track. Like, what a lyric. Those two words together. Psh, man, it's just, it, it, it's so, so, so nice. And like, I think, I think melody-wise it's beautiful. And I think that was the first thing that really caught my attention. Um, and then, yeah, just to, just to, dive into the lyrics again it's like um you know there's this whole the, the whole idea of like you being someone's favorite crime that it was so bad of you to do that but you you enjoyed the process you enjoyed the moments in itself you know to jump into some lyrics know that i loved you so bad i let you treat me like that i was your willing accomplice honey and it's like they're, they're both in on this thing that they both know is quite wrong right like just the way they're treating each other um, and I watched you as you fled the scene, doe-eyed as you buried me, one heart broke, four hands bloody. It's just so nice. And it's just like the things I did just so I could call you mine, the things you did, well, I hope I was your favorite crime. It's just, it's, it's so, so, so nice. And, and once again, you know, it, it comes back to that intimacy, you know, how specific she is about, about everything, but also in, in a really simple way. Um, and it's just really, really nicely written. I, I just think she just has such a nice, an, a nice way of putting things. And I think, you know, that's definitely something that's going to come through as she continues her career um, that establishes her as, as a very, very, you know, proficient singer songwriter. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love that song. And I think that for me was definitely a highlight on the album. Those two tracks, 100%. Well, with that said, mm. Why did you pick Enough For You to be the next track? So I think I think Enough For You was a really, really nice song because it goes to show sort of that, I, I suppose the innocence um, with sort of who she is and how she was in the relationship. Um, it really explores kind of this idea of, you know, she tried her hardest to impress him um, and it just, it would, nothing was ever really enough for for him maybe Joshua Bassett, maybe not Joshua Bassett. Um, but th the thing is like, there's certain songs in the album that were written before her. people think their relationship was. So there, there is a question of, of who they're about, but yeah, it's just this thing of like, I think the one thing that comes from this album is Olivia kind of almost, it's, it, she, she's at, she's at peace with everything. And I think, you know, songs like enough for you is basically her saying that I've tried so hard to impress someone else. You know, I've tried so hard to be the per their perfect person to be the type of person that they're usually with that 
I've now realized that I just need to be more myself because the, the, the more I try to be someone else, the further away it takes me from someone else. If you know, if, if, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that sentiment is so, so, so nice. I think, you know, it's, it's just a beautifully written song. And I think, you know, it just shows the intimacy and, and the, the honesty, the honesty in the relationship and the honesty and how she feels about the relationship and everything. And it takes courage. I, I think it really takes courage to, to, recognize that you've literally just been simping basically <laughs> um, but yeah you've, you've you know you've given so much of yourself to someone um that you realize that you've actually lost sight of who you really are because you're just trying to play into sort of the idea of who they want you to be yeah. you know exactly what i'm going to say right now <laughs> so well put james collins the words that come out of your mouth i promise you everyone listening at home there is no script <laughs> zero script i wish i had a script just so i can match james's knowledge my goodness we are playing olivia rodrigo's sour album today and right up next we have got enough for you I thought you'd like me more If I looked like the other prom queens I know that you loved before Tried so hard to be everything that you liked Just for you to say you're not the compliment type And I knew how you took your coffee And your favorite songs by heart I read all of your self-help books So you'd think that I was smart Stupid, emotional, obsessive little me I knew from the start This is exactly how you'd leave You found someone more exciting The next second you were gone And you left me there crying Wondering what I did wrong And you always say I'm never satisfied But I don't think that's true Cause all I ever wanted was to be enough for you All I ever wanted was to be enough for you And maybe I'm just not as interesting as the girls you had before But God, you couldn't have cared less about someone who loved you more I'd say you broke my heart, but you broke much more than that Now I don't want your sympathy i just want myself back before you found someone more exciting the next second you were gone and you left me there crying wondering what i did wrong you always say i'm never satisfied but i don't think that's true because all i ever wanted was to be enough don't you think i loved you too much to be used in But I don't think that's true 
You say I'm never satisfied, but that's not me, it's you. Cause all I ever wanted was to be enough. But I don't think anything could ever be Enough for you, Olivia Rodrigo, here on River Radio. That's the end of the show, James. Yeah, man. We've come right towards the end of it. Before mm-hmm. we wrap up, I do want to chat about a few things. Yes. We're talking about someone who has just kickstarted this career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This year, in the last year, I really want to know what your thoughts are as to where you think that this career is going to go. To be honest, man, I think, I, like, I would say, I would say that some more than anything else was, was my kind of best sort of guess at almost like an ending point of, of, of where she is now and in, in terms of sort of both both in terms of how she feels about the relationship but also where she kind of wants to move to to sonically I think the idea of Olivia Rodrigo going down more the singer-songwriter route more intimate more her in a piano her in a guitar um, you know it's coming through from artists like Phoebe Bridges it's come through so many artists you know even even with Paramore as, as an example um, to have them as a reference you know Hayley Williams must be a massive you know massive inspiration for her and, and Hayley Williams is absolutely killing it in her solo career and I think you know I think we've got a real a real true career artist on the sort of sort of what is what we're dealing with i think someone who i think with olivia she's just she's going to have such a long career i think it's going to be spent going through multiple different phases of sounds different um ideas but what really comes down to is just every single album every piece of work that she puts out i think would just be so well written it'd be so it'll always be stripped down to her and a piano or her and a guitar and just the intimacy of those of, of that setting um you know the rawness of that and um yeah i, I honestly I, I really think we're we're gonna see an amazing career from her something that's long lasting something that you know will, will, will cover so many different things a, another conspiracy if you like a, a olivia rodrigo's conspiracy is that because of you know i love a conspiracy theory. we love we love a conspiracy but uh the idea is that um because people pre this album had only ever seen her written love songs uh we are expecting another album uh named sweet which would be all the love songs from the relationship or, or previous relationships that we've had and i think you know if, if if that's the case that's very well premeditated and that's really really well done and i think as branding you know, goals man right hats there. off to them like even though yes it's disney and things like that you can always play the disney card and say oh it's because you know she can it's because she can it's because she's got so many people working around her that's, I don't think that's the case here. I think maybe, you know, in terms of in, in terms of our label and terms of things like that. But the music itself, like, you know, that's that's very much her. And I think, you know, that will be the thing that lasts. That will be the thing that makes her career. And that will be the thing that, that keeps this album being played throughout the year, in my opinion. I think a good reference point for that point is Joshua Bassett. The fact yeah. that he has also taken on a solo career. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing all right, but my goodness, he's nowhere near. no where Olivia's no, going. No. And I think that's just proof that all these kind of haters that are coming on being like, oh yeah, but she's manufactured or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you could say the same for Josh and yet yeah, they're, exactly. they're worlds apart in terms exactly. of how successful that they've been. And to be honest, I, I like when you listen to Josh's music, it's great, but it is that element of that it just lacks a little bit of soul. It lacks a little bit of of emotion to, to an extent. 
Um, I don't know whether that's necessarily because it's far bigger production and that type of thing, but her working with people like Jack Antonoff, who, you know, works with artists like Lord, brought brought melodrama out with from Lord. You know, that's one of the most incredible albums of 2016. And I think, you know, Olivia's album is definitely on the same type of level as that, 100%. And I think, you know, if she if she's surrounding herself with people like that, who can really bring out the best, you know, uh, Jack Antonoff was the lead singer of Fun, you know, like We Are Young, that kind of thing, yeah. So then he started doing um, production, and yeah it's it's he he just really has this ability to just bring out you know this intimacy in artists this rawness in their songwriting and if she's surrounding him herself with uh, producers like that she's doing very well she's doing very you know, well she's doing very well she's she she knows what she's doing she knows exactly what she wants to wants what she wants her career to look like which then just leaves me with one last question before we end this show yes do you think the olivia rodrigo and joshua bassett drama is all fake and it's all for show just to get the views what do you think so you know like like it, well, every time i listen to it i try and listen to i try and listen to like the album in like different viewpoints one from it being all fake and one from it being like really true i just i think for an 18 year old to to have written stuff like that having not been through that situation you know the lyrics are just that Very little bit good. too close to home they're just that little bit too and and like there's a lot of people saying that you know oh they were only together for about two weeks or, or something or like a couple months that's it and it's like even if that's the case you know maybe it wasn't necessarily full-blown relationship whatever it almost doesn't matter does it it doesn't matter at all i think i think the fact that the she's, feelings are real yeah I, I feel like the fact that she's been through that and she's been able to to create the stuff that she has from whatever period of time just goes to show that whatever it was that she was feeling or whatever was legit. So I think, I think even if it was necessarily like it wasn't the full blown relationship behind the scenes that we were expecting, um, which I think is what some people have said or whatever. Um, you know, I just, I think, I think even still, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think the album's incredible. And I think that's all that really matters. The, the art speaks for itself. I would say. Fantastic. Well, what I'm hearing is it almost doesn't matter whether it's real or fake because either way, it's still raw talent. Yeah, man, 100%. You know, it comes from somewhere. Absolutely. Um, so if it didn't come from a relationship with Josh, it came from somewhere else. And, you know, it's easy for us to just associate and just go, oh, this must be about Josh. But if it's not, then it's about someone else and, and we have to equally listen to that and you know i'm not listening to it because it's about josh that's the thing i'm I listening am. to it because it's great <laughs> but, but that's the thing like i'm listening to it because it's amazing songs and that's very what's, that's what's a very good. surprise yes. and when i listen to the album that's why i keep listening to it again what a fantastic note to end on james collins you have been listening to off the record jordan dean i'm james collins and uh it's been an absolute treat to be able yes. to introduce some of you to the world of olivia rodrigo mm -hmm, mm -hmm. perhaps download tiktok today if yes. this has inspired you don't to. do it don't, don't do, do it. it don't do it to yourself <laughs> you are going to lose all of your hours of your hours day. of time hours of time but it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to do today's show yes. i've enjoyed it james i know you've enjoyed it 100%. we've had the best time listening to this music being able to share this music and we'll be back again next week Again, just a reminder, if you do want to listen to any of our previous shows, don't hesitate. Head to our website, river.radio, where you can listen again to any of our previous shows. But we've been off the record and today we will love you and we will leave you. And kicking us out, today's show is Olivia Rodrigo with her hit. It's good for you here on River Radio. <laughs> Look up for you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and 
it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world And good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Getting everything you want You bought a new car and your career's really taking off It's like we never even happened, baby Tell me what is up with that And good for you, it's like you never even met me Remember when you swore to God I was the only person who ever got you Well, screw that and screw you You will never have 